everybody, welcome back to Point of View. Today, I'm going to be talking about the importance of voting, why we vote, and how it can affect a lot of things regarding how the government is structured. So, kick back with your drink tonight. I've got my coffee and I'm ready to go. I want to get started because there's a lot to talk about. So there's a lot of noise going on right now with impeachment. And there are people that are complaining that the Republicans that are in the House or the Senate are not doing enough, that they need to do more. Or you have people complaining because the bills and the laws are not getting passed, that nothing is getting done except for investigation after investigation after investigation. Well, here's what I have to say to you. Did you vote in the midterm election in 2018? Voting is so important. It allows us to go out there, express our opinion, hold representatives or hold senators or presidents, even your mayor, governor, accountable. For their actions. If there's someone who's held that position and you're displeased with what they're doing, you go out there and you vote. You vote for someone else. You tell that person holding office right now you're not happy with what they're doing. Or you vote that person back in because you're so happy with the job that they're doing. You're expressing yourself. You're holding that person accountable or you're giving them reward for the job that they're doing. You're telling them that your voice matters, that they need to listen to you. You go to that voter box and there is absolutely nobody there that can tell you you're wrong, that you can't cast your vote, that you're not allowed to state your opinion, that you can't hold that official accountable. And our Constitution tells anyone who is a U.S. citizen, be it local, state, or your federal level, that you have the right to vote. Now, your local and state elections might vary on some of the other things. I know we have some new laws coming into place regarding whether citizen or non-citizen, resident or non-resident. But for the most part, right now, the laws are, if you are a resident for local elections and state elections and a U.S. citizen, you can vote in that election. If you are voting for president, then you can vote if you are a U.S. citizen and have proof of citizenship with a driver's license or a passport or something. You can vote. You can cast your vote. So did you vote in the 2018 midterm elections? In 2018, according to census.gov, it had the largest turnout for midterm elections in years. There was a total of 53.4% that showed up to vote in the 2018 midterm elections. The majority that showed up to vote were Democrats. Democrats were just motivated. If you were a conservative and you did not vote in the 2018 midterm election, is it because you took things for granted? 
that you just assumed that Trump had all the support and it just overflowed into the Republican candidates? Did you make an excuse like I'm too tired after work and not go and vote? In that same statistics from census.gov, the largest jump of voters were 18 to 29-year-olds. It went from 20% in previous year, midterms, 2014, to 36% of that age group voting. That's a 79% jump. There was an overall 11% jump from the 41.9% in 2014 to the 53.4% in 2018 of all registered voters in the United States. Now, here's my only problem with that. Why are only 53% of registered voters voting? Is it because we're not putting up good enough candidates? Be you a conservative or a liberal? Or are you a libertarian, independent, Green Party, and those parties just don't get the recognition that the other two primary parties get? In that same statistics, men and women voters had a 12% jump. Females were the highest in voting numbers. And the majority of them went Democrat. Non-Hispanic and Asian voters were 49% total increase. Hispanics, 50% increase. Non-Hispanic black voters had an 11% increase in total voting numbers from registered voters. Those with a higher education above high school level increased compared to those with less than a high school education. Well, with a high school and less education. So, you will see, based on that, that just getting out and casting your vote and turning out matters. In 2014, during President Obama's presidency, elections held for all 435 seats of the House of Representatives. Republicans won 16 seats from the Democrats, while three Republican-held seats went Democrat. Republicans managed to achieve the largest majority in the House since 1928 due to a sizable Republican red wave. That's because in 2014, Republicans got out and voted and wanted change. They were no longer complacent. We had a Democratic president. We had a Democrat House. And I believe at the time it was even a Democrat Senate. So people were wanting change. So they got out and they voted. With that sizable red wave combined with the Republican gains made in the previous 2010 election, the total number of Democrats between 2010 and 2014, House seats lost under President Obama and his entire presidency 
rose to 77 lost with that 2014 election. All because conservatives decided to get out and vote. This marked the highest number of House seats lost under a two-term president and the same party since Harry Truman. So Republicans made a choice, a conscious effort. They were fed up. They were tired of the way that the government was just not working for them. And they got out and they voted. It goes to show that we held people accountable. Republicans decided to do what they wanted to do and changed the Congress. Most often, though, with you having a Democrat or Republican president, either one, the people prefer to have a checks and balance on president. For example, you could have a Democratic president and you have a mostly Republican House. And then your Senate might be majority Democrat. Or vice versa with the, two, with the two houses of Congress. People like counterbalance. But occasionally you'll find, and it, like I said, I believe it happened under Obama, where you had an all-Democrat majority on both houses. When Trump first went into presidency, we had a majority Republican House and a ma- majority Democrat Senate. So with all of that in mind, you can see how the structure was changed simply by people getting out and vote. Although it may not always go the way that you vote, it isn't consistent that way, but your voice is there and grouped with other voices does create change. It's really just all up to you. Are you willing to take the time to get out and vote? To use that preserved right from the Constitution. And the Constitution permits anyone who is a U.S. citizen to vote. It doesn't matter what gender you are, what race, what sexual preference. Nothing like that matters. You have the right to get out and vote. So you can't use any of those as an excuse. I've heard a lot of complaining from conservatives about nothing happening. Well, why did we vote for Trump? Instead of voting, why did conservatives get out and vote? Because there was an issue, a very important issue, that everybody felt was imperative to get out and vote for. And that was the Supreme Court justice. So we got out and we voted for that. Now, I voted for other reasons as well. But it is proven statistically that one of the primary reasons so many conservatives got out and voted is because of the Supreme Court justice position that was going to be appointed. And that was a huge reason why... Democrats were so frustrated at the end before those votes took place because of the Merrick Garland situation. They wanted to appoint someone into that position and it was put off. And so Republicans were motivated. Well, 
We also got out and voted because we wanted change. We were tired. You know, everybody uses the forgotten man. Well, the forgotten man isn't just those who were forgotten because they're the oil or the mine oil worker or the mine worker or or the flyover country. It's people that felt like identity politics had drowned out the average person or that the leftist policies had just gone so off the rails that anything conservative was no longer going to be in existence if we didn't get out and vote. So Christian principles, though you're supposed to be separating church from state and, and federal and all of that, if you're a Christian like I am, I look at everything through the eyes of a Christian, as a Christian. And so it's very hard to separate that. So when I'm looking at a candidate, and I get it, before everyone starts, you know, I said this in the last episode, I knew Trump was no saint. I knew, and I know, you know, he had affairs. He doesn't always tell the truth. I haven't seen a politician that ever tells the truth or has a clean slate when it comes to their past. So I'm talking about the policies that they supported. We voted for Trump because our country was headed into an area that we didn't like. They were being overly taxed, regulated. Healthcare was a major issue. Obamacare to conservatives was like painful. It was so painful. And so we wanted to vote for change. And so I've been hearing a lot during the impeachment fiasco that's been going on. Everyone has an opinion. They want people to do something. Well, my question again is, did you vote? Everyone keeps saying nothing is getting done. The no, do nothing Democrats. Okay, they're not doing anything that you as a conservative want done. They're investigating and investigating and investigating and they have the secret hearings and you have the Republicans rushing in. They're making this big show that they're trying to do something and Lindsey Graham is all over the TV saying what he's going to do in the Senate but yet he doesn't do anything and the Senate over here is all focused on only getting judges in. But let me tell you what the House has done. Since midterm elections in 2018, there have been 51 bills passed in the House. Now, all of this can be found on congress.gov website. Just go to congress.gov. You can find out anything the Senate has passed or the House. But the House has passed 51 bills and done all these investigations. And let me, let me correct myself. They passed 49 of 51 that they've put on the floor. Though Congress may have a 20% approval rating, they're at 77 disapproval per Gallup polling. They're still able to pass 49 bills in the House. Nine bills on veterans, infrastructure plan to Trump, 2017 to 2018, the GOP managed to do a tax cut and they accomplished getting a bipartisan bill on criminal justice reform out, which was the first step. That's what the Senate, I mean, the House was able to do before midterm. 
in the Senate with Republican control, they've gotten a disaster aid bill and judge confirmations. Some of the bills in the House, if you're not paying attention and you're only paying attention to the noise, you are going to be blindsided, people. Get your heads out of Fox News, Gateway Pundit. Get your head out of New York Times and get your head out of Breitbart, out of all, out of CNN and MSNBC. Get your head off of social media. Start watching C-SPAN. Start going to the congress.gov website and seeing and researching what is being done. Because yes, we'll discuss impeachment and all that craziness another time. But right now, if you didn't vote in the midterm election, that is why nothing is getting done. Because we as conservatives were not motivated to get out and the Democrats were. So now you have a Democrat-controlled House. They can do just about anything they want. They make the rules. They put them up on the floor. They vote. They have the majority. As long as the majority passes it, it passes. They lead these committees. That's why Adam Schiff can run this investigation any way he wants. Because right now, he can just say it's oversight. There doesn't have to be a vote. They're just doing oversight to bring impeachment. But while all of that noise is going on, you've got bills in the House being passed on Civil Rights Equality Act. And that the Civil Rights Act involved several different things. Equality Act was one of them. In this Equality Act is part of what you're complaining about. And that is transgender athletes competing in women's sports. They are taking over the sports. The House passed a bill that protected these actions. You missed it. Gun control. The House has passed gun control legislation. Now, they haven't passed in the Senate. Not yet. But if we lose the Senate in the 2020 election, and I believe there's about 15 seats that are being defended in 2020. If we lose the majority in, in the Senate and the Democrats maintain control in the House, these bills will get passed and our world will change as we know it in the United States of America. As conservatives, there will be so many things that we disagree with that will be law. Now, I'm not saying I have a problem with transgenders. So I don't want anyone being, you know, like emailing me or leaving me a voicemail on my podcast saying, you know, I'm any transgender. I'm not. I will discuss some other issues. In fact, I've got my next issue coming up will be um, on pronouns and all of that. So I'll discuss all that later. But I have no problem with transgenders. Let them be what they want to be. Live their life the way that they want to live. Let them be happy. But they've also passed bills on the environment. Not the Green Deal. New Green Deal. But they have passed environmental things that would slap more regulation, tightening down things again. 
There are so many other things that have passed while you're paying attention to the noise. Today, while Republican House members were storming the private impeachment, the House was conducting business. There was committee hearings with Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. There was committee testimony with Syria representatives from our government discussing Syria. There was a vote on the floor regarding election interference and what they want to pass to help prevent what the Democrats call election interference. And you missed it because you were on social media or you were caught up in Fox News. And I'm not saying these news and media sources that you shouldn't like use them as a source of reference. I'm saying stop encompassing them into your life in all aspects because there's other things going on that you're missing. And so because we didn't get out and we didn't vote in midterm election, our government's at a standstill. The House can get a whole bunch of stuff passed because Democrats will pass it. They, they have the majority. The Senate won't touch it, but they're not doing anything but, but getting judges into place. And while that's important, there's so many other things that they could be doing. And Lindsey Graham, on the noise aspect, if you're going to taunt doing investigation after investigation because the house isn't doing something the way you want or you don't agree with how something's handled, then quit wrapping your jaw and do it. You're over the judicial committee, so just do it. So if you want change, this is what it all boils down to. If you want your government not being locked down so tight that nothing gets done, you as a conservative need to get out. You need to vote. It doesn't matter if it's raining or storming with a blizzard or there's tornadoes or whatever. Get out and vote. Cast your vote. It counts. It matters. And conservative politicians, Republican politicians, representatives, all of you, come up with viable solutions so that these women who may be lean conservative, but you have no solutions for them, but the left is offering a solution that they can deal with, even though they don't agree completely with it, start offering viable solutions. Stop letting men only talk on women issues. Biggest complaint, we have some women in office on the GOP side. Let them use their voice. They're finally getting put on committees. They're finally able to talk, but they're not as loud as the male voice when it comes to abortion. And you know what? Honestly, when it comes to family, let your women in the party talk because most conservative women are the leaders of their family, so to speak. They're the ones that are going to be most nurturing to their kids. And I'm not saying men are not nurturing. That's not it. They're single dads or single moms on all sides. But the structure of conservatives is women value their family and men value their family above all else. Aside from religion, family is most important. So voting's important, people. Get out there and do it. If you don't know how to register to vote, you can 
contact me. I can do a podcast episode about registering to vote. I can email you information. Or you can go to your government local website and search voting and registering. You can contact your local Department of Motor Vehicles or a recruitment station near you for the army or military you a lot of times can get it from your city hall they can direct you to where to register and then you can encourage other people to do the same but i encourage you all if you're going to complain about midterm election and you're going to complain about people not doing what you want them to do get out there and vote be angry let that drive you let the issues drive you And yes, even though we have the minority, I'm not saying that you can't be upset because they're not doing anything. But understand their hands are hogtied because we, as conservatives, did not get out in droves. That red wave did not happen. The blue wave did. So anyways, on a lighter note, voting is a constitutional right. So utilize it. So this has been fun. I might have sounded a little worked up. I can get worked up a lot sometimes. This topic happens to be very important to me. I mean, it is what starts the basic structure of our government. It's what keeps it operating. So I wanna thank you for listening to me. I really wanna thank all of those who took the time to listen to my initial introduction episode a few days ago. Your words of encouragement, your criticism that was constructive, all will help me make these episodes better for you. And I hope each one of us can walk away having either learned something or feel that mutual understanding and agreeing. Anything I say can be applied to any side of a coin. So thank you again. Feel free to always leave me a voicemail on my podcast about what you thought, what you'd like to hear. You can also email me at stacypovpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Stacy with an E-Y, P-O-V, podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again. God bless you. God bless this country. And talk to you in a few days.